You are now listening to Pursuit Cast, the official podcast of Pursuit NYC. May it be an encouragement to you today and stir your soul for revival. All right, well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Pursuit Cast. We got a brand new episode here uh, for you today. Uh, I have the tremendous privilege and honor to be sitting with um, a second-time guest on on our podcast and a and a covenant friend, someone who's been just leading the way, charging the way for us in this region. Um, my brother, Pastor Sam Choi. What's up, bro? What's up? Uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be here with us once again. Um, it's been a bit since we had you on last, and uh, it's so good to have you here again. Um, so, I mean, we're we're basically in the second half of 2015, and, and I know that you've been busy. Worship as One has been busy. Um, and if you could just share with everyone who's listening what God has been up to um, so far this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, first of all, it's, it's, a, it's an honor and privilege to be able to do this with you, bro. Yeah, and, thanks, um, man. You know, I just pray that all you guys who are listening would be encouraged to hear about what God's doing in the region. Uh, for us at Worship is One, a lot has happened in this first half of the year. And uh, hopefully I can share concisely uh, about everything he's doing. Uh, but a lot of it uh, started in January. We had a young adult conference. And cool. it was very difficult to actually put together. Uh, you know, the past couple of years we've been struggling. And a lot of it because just as leaders, I think we've been struggling with burnout and just, um, you know, dealing with uh, a lot of things that God is showing us in our lives about uh, what it means to be healthy or how we've been unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've been taking, uh, you know, learning along the way, falling down, getting back up. But in January, we were we were on the ropes with a lot of things. And even with this conference, it wasn't about to go through. But uh, with the help of the people around us and um a leader is really just pushing it. Uh, we had it, and we actually invited uh, one of the leaders from YWAMKC, Kansas City. His awesome. name is Sono Park. Uh, Sono, if you ever hear this, what's up? <laughs> um, and he came through and really just uh, brought a timely word. And uh, the second night of the retreat, we had a staff debrief. And it was one of those moments that I've never, ever been a part of, not in a corporate context, where God was... Uh, really knitting things together mm. that everyone had been hearing from him for many years. Um, some people up to like 12, 13 years. Wow. Uh, prophetic words, visions, just uh, desires. And to hear that all come together in one night. And, you know, everyone in the room was aware too. It was just one mm. of those really holy moments. And from that came a new vision, uh, kind of a new direction or clarified vision of where worship as one needs to go. And over the over the following months we've been kind of bringing that before the lord and he's been um just showing us exactly what that looks like and so for us um it's it's been you know our heart is to really um disciple the -hmm. next generation to unite and disciple the next generation in this region towards revival that's awesome and so that's what we've kind of tightened things down as and um, we've been moving toward that. In May, actually, we had Tano come back and do a training for our leaders. 
and worship as one. And it was it was a great time. God was really speaking, equipping, activating. Cool. And at the end of that time, actually, the Lord called me personally to go full time worship as one as a regional missionary. Wow. And so I've recently made that transition starting in June. Um, it's been interesting nonetheless. <laughs> and um, and then finally, I guess to highlight the summer retreat, the the summer retreat that we had, the one summer retreat uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was just a powerful time. We had YMAM come through one more time just mm-hmm. with, with the full team and kind of like the discipleship process, which is actually kind of based upon a book called The Freedom Manual that they go through. Nice. Uh, they were kind of modeling that for us and walking us through in terms of uh, the, the students that are coming, that came, and the leaders that were there. And um, Yeah, I, I guess if you can kind of explain what the Freedom Manual is uh, for those who are listening who might not know what it is. Yeah, the Freedom Manual, actually, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a book that helps people to basically live a life of repentance, how to get free and stay free. It talks mm. about basic things such as salvation, original design, um, things like that, but also it really addresses strongholds in our lives, particular ones like passivity, unforgiveness, um, awesome. fear of man. And it gives you practical steps to take to really live a life in Christ, free from those things, not believing the lies, but agreeing with the truth of God. And so, um, yeah, in the gist, that's what the Freedom Manual is. I think the, the biggest thing that we learned from it is, um, as we were working with YWAM, it's not just, uh, here's a book, go through it, figure it out. But actually, there's a spiritual impartation that takes place for those who are training because they're the ones actually walking through it. And if you're not walking through it and living it out, then it really just does become yeah. head knowledge. But when you're living it out, uh, the breakthrough is there. And mm-hmm. there, there's an impartation that comes from those uh discipling or teaching to those that are receiving and they they get equipped activated then to live it out and then to disciple others one of the things that we're trying to do in the fall actually is to uh, come alongside of churches in the region to do it together oh we're going to be holding um, training sessions in the fall for youth pastors youth leaders um, even student leaders to come through to receive training and impartation and then take it back to their churches and we want to actually send representatives from worship as one to each of the churches to kind of walk you through initially for the first month or so to see how you guys are doing yeah, and that'd then be great. and then come back and see how we can continue to help you guys so if you guys are interested in that um, you know you can get in contact with me or any of the worship as one crew or on the website but we're going to be moving toward that we're doing basically a complete revamp and so that's what's been going on so far in 2015. Awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I'm just so encouraged of, of what God is doing, you know, just in the region together um, and, and how all of us can play a part. I mean, you've, you've, you guys have been doing stuff with Worship as One, partnering with YOM Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at Pursuit, we just partner with, you know, John and Lydia from YOM Kansas City. Yeah. And, and you and I have done stuff together. So it's really yeah. cool of how, like you said, God is really knitting things together in the region. So, And if I could encourage uh, any of you, the listeners who are a little bit younger in high school, um, you know, our heart behind all of this is so that we can disciple uh, the next gen, you guys, so that you guys can take it actually back into your schools to see that missions is not two weeks in the summer. It's not just one trip, but actually it's, we're all called to be missionaries all the time. That's good. And our high schools, our colleges, our workplaces, even our homes sometimes, is the actual mission field. 
And so we're praying, our hope is that we can, as we uh, equip and train these leaders, that they can equip you guys, whether it be in your churches or through your Christian clubs, and then you guys can be uh, missionaries into your own schools uh, 24-7 okay. and to see the Lord move in a mighty way. So uh, you guys are important. Um, please know that. And you guys are uh, big pieces in the kingdom of God in this region. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And, and I think that's important to have that shift, you know, like you said, where missions isn't just something you do. It's not life and missions, but it's life on mission. You know, intentionally living the kingdom life every single day, every single moment. Mm. So that's awesome. I mean, we want to be able to help people live that out. Mm. Um, you know, as we celebrate and highlight what God has done so far this year, um, you know, what helps you keep moving forward um, and the things that he has for you and the things that he's placed on your heart? I think for in this season, um, I know it sounds like a kind of generic answer, but really I think it's been God's grace. Um, you know, the beginning of this year, I was at, not in a good place, uh, just really burnt out uh, from different things. And uh, as I was uh, coming out of that, it was really God's timing uh, with everything happening with YWAM. There's a lot of encouragement, a lot of words that God has spoken into my life that were coming to fruition now, being confirmed in new ways. And even as I uh, transitioned from that time, you know, the Lord led me into a sabbatical for two months, which I'd never taken on purpose, like extended. And it was during that time that, you know, initially I, I didn't want to do it. I didn't think I needed it. I think being mm -hmm. um, a young leader who thinks, you know, you should do it everything by yourself. But the Lord was just really humbling me and showing me, man, like if I want to go the distance then I need to, I need to be in a healthier place in every way. That's good. And so, uh, you know, it was in that season, even in that season, it was God's grace showing me the things that I needed um, that I didn't know I needed on my own. And even from that, like as he's been leading me to full-time missions work here in this region, uh, it's been digging up a lot of things, a lot of things in my heart, a lot of fears, uh, a lot of issues with God that I've had, maybe that I didn't know I had. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's in that place where I realized, man, uh, there's still a lot of messiness there, a lot of brokenness in my own heart. And as I'm facing that, uh, there are moments I feel overwhelmed. I feel uh, sometimes just depressed mm -hmm. um, at what I'm seeing. But it's in that place that God always gently comes and he speaks to me. He reminds me that uh, he hasn't quit on me, that he is still there. And that Amen. he's actually doing uh, something beyond my wildest imaginations inside of me. That's awesome. And so th that's really what's been keeping me going. It's been God's grace. Yeah, thanks, yeah. bro. Thank you so much for, you know, being honest about those things. And, and I think that's, you know, what I've always appreciated about our friendship. You know, mm -hmm. our personal friendship is that we can both be honest and real. And, and all those who are listening, you know, mm -hmm. um, being a leader doesn't mean you have it all together. It doesn't mean <laughs> that, that you're Superman or you're super spiritual and... And there's so much freedom in letting go of that burden yeah. of trying to live up to people's expectations yeah. and just walking with God and friendship with God and, and honesty and transparency with others in that. And, yeah. you know, that's that's the Christian walk. And, yeah. and we just want to encourage the listeners that I've seen it modeled in, you know, my brother's life here and mm. in so many others who have um, sought the Lord, mm. um, I guess. It, um, kind of a follow-up to that question of what keeps you moving forward is, you know, how do you stay, um, how do you not stay complacent as well? I mean, you've seen great things this year and years past. 
And how do you not just settle and, and get complacent about those things? I think one of the things that God has really been teaching me is the importance of community. And, um, you know, recently uh, at the beginning of the year, I transitioned with my wife into a new church plant and um, church plant community called Disciples NYC, discipleship based church. And uh, we've been really doing life together. And uh, it's in it's in this context that a lot of the brothers and sisters in my community they've just been asking me really good questions. Good. Uh, when they know I'm not doing well, they'll check up on me. Um, but not only when I'm not doing well, but as I'm pursuing the Lord, they'll ask me questions of what does this look like? Um, how are you being faithful to what the Lord has put on your heart? Um, if I'm struggling, why are you struggling? Uh, what's some of the root causes? And just taking the time to. Uh, to, to be with me, to not just see me as a pastor or a missionary or a servant, but as a son of God, as a child mm, of God. That's good. And I think, you know, this community is what has been pushing me forward, even at times when I don't want to go forward, uh-huh. uh, if I'm honest. And so, yeah, it's it's a community that has been helping me to not stay complacent. That's good. I mean, I think everything you're saying is is kind of the picture of what real accountability Oh, I can't even say the word accountability looks like, you know, where it's in the context of community. It's mm. in the context of grace. Mm. It's in the context of, of your heart more than it is performance, mm. you know, that they're loving on you and, and believing in you and calling you forth to greatness from that place of grace and community mm. rather than, you know, did you do this or why aren't you doing that? You know what I mean? Right, right. What we're so used to. So that's so, awesome. So good. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I guess another question would be, you know, how do you overcome setbacks? Mm-hmm. I mean, we all face setbacks in whatever it might be in our faith, in our relationships, um, you know, all these different things. Now, how do you overcome setbacks? I think the Lord has really been teaching me that he cares more about who I am than what I do. Mm-hmm. And so whenever setbacks come, I don't see it as something that's bad. Um, but I try to really see it as what is the Lord speaking to me? What is he uh, telling me about my own heart? Mm. And in that, uh, one of the things I have been learning to do and be more intentional about is just taking time to process. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that looks like grieving um, that maybe I felt, you know, whether it's uh, people hurt me or maybe I felt like God let me down, you mm. know, just things happened and allowing my heart to feel what it needs to feel to That's grieve so it. Um, to go through it, to feel it, and then in that, invite God into that. If I have questions, um, taking time to rest. Mm. Uh, I think it's it's really easy, just even in our you know Asian American, Korean American culture uh, that I've grown up in, that we've grown up into, always feel like, man, I always have to be working. Yeah. If I'm not, you know, breaking my back, and you know, people <laughs> see that I have, you know, three bags under my eyes, each eye, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, not getting any sleep, then I'm not a good pastor. Or I'm not being faithful to God, which is a lie. Yeah, definitely. It really is a lie. And um, so just learning how to rest. Um, and, and that really gives me perspective because when I rest, what I'm saying is, uh, Father, I trust you. Mm. Uh, that you're a good father. You know what you're doing. You have uh, what's best in store for me yeah. and what's going to bring glory to your name. And so if things aren't going a certain way, that that's okay. And uh, to know that you have uh, something bigger going on, and to trust in that, and to be a kid. Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, I think one person once said, I don't know where the quote comes from, but mm-hmm. um, if you want to go fast, go alone. Yeah, um, that's good. But if, I 
forgot the second part. <laughs> if you want to run far. If you want to run far, run run together with yeah. other people. And so I've been really thinking a lot about that and trying mm-hmm. to model that in my life. Um, not about getting somewhere so fast and getting a lot of work done, but uh, really doing a community and arriving wherever the Lord wants me to be with a good heart, with a healthy heart, a healthy mm-hmm. life and healthy community that's good. to go the distance. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, I love, I love that your answers in this isn't like, you know, you pick yourself up with, you know, from the bootstraps and mm-hmm. you just charge forward, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there are times when I feel like the Lord says, you know, persevere and push through in that sense. Mm-hmm. But it's a more practical, you know, quote unquote, less spiritual way. But, you know, what I mean, it's all about the long run. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's what you know, mm-hmm. God wants to do in, in terms of revival. It's, you know, he doesn't want to bring revival to this region just for five good years, yeah. you know, but to change generations upon generations to yeah. impart that and pass that on so okay. that's awesome bro yeah yeah so thank you so much for sharing these things um mm-hmm. you know what's next for worship as one you know uh, what's what's coming up for you yeah. guys i shared a little bit in the fall we're uh aiming to have some leader leadership training for youth pastors and youth leaders uh we're looking to connect with a lot of the high school students in um in the, in the schools in, in this in this region um, and uh, all of that kind of uh, connecting to the catalytic events that we do, uh, which is Hosanna, which are the retreats, the young adult retreat in in, in uh, January, Hosanna in the in the spring, and then uh, also even like PVT. Um, it's all toward untoward uh, the equipping of the next gen toward mission into their schools. It's awesome, and so. Uh, you guys will be hearing a lot more coming forward. Um, we're we're still uh, in major transition, actually, in leadership, but also uh, in our vision. And so there are a lot of moving pieces. And so, um, you know, we just encourage you guys to uh, pray for us, but also to show us a lot of grace because we're uh, we're just people just like you. We make yeah. mistakes. We don't have it together. Um, sometimes we don't update our website <laughs> regularly, um, but things are still going on. So that, that's that's coming up. Um, one of the things that uh, is is going to be in actually a week and a half, um, I'm going to be doing a fundraising banquet, a personal fundraising banquet to raise funds so that I could be, um, you know, a full time missionary here regionally. That's cool. Uh, that's going to fall on July 30th, which is a Thursday night, um, I believe at seven o'clock at Arcola. Uh, United Methodist Church in Paramus. Um, and for those who might not be able to uh, make that, there's also one in September, on September 10th, which is also a Thursday, uh, location TBD. Mm. Uh, uh, it's going to be a dessert banquet, uh, just very short, simple worship, have some desserts. You'll hear the, the vision of what the mm-hmm. Lord is doing and give an opportunity for you guys to partner with me and worship as one. That's awesome. Um, so is this July 30th event open? If people want to come, find out more about you and worship as one and what God is doing? Yeah, you're absolutely welcome to come. Uh, the only thing that we ask is that uh, you get in contact with me. Uh, you could find me on Facebook, message me on Facebook. You can email me at samuelychoi at gmail.com. Uh, but it's just for us so that we can make sure we have enough yeah. dessert and seats for you guys. Uh, my wife will be making her... Uh, amazing uh banana banana bread pudding so be ready that, that alone is worth that. coming yeah so awesome i mean we'll have all the necessary contact info and everything so that people can connect with you and, and what god is doing so 
um, yeah, that's awesome. So we'll be there um, um, supporting our brother and what God is doing through them. And finally, as we always end our podcasts, mm-hmm. um, it's simply, you know, how are you connecting with the Father in this season? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new season and in place of transition. And, you know, how are you connecting with the Father in this season? Um, kind of going back to what I was sharing earlier, I'm just really learning to have, learning to take my Sabbath on a regular basis. Uh, my Sabbath usually falls on a Thursday, actually. And so in that day, I spend time to rest, to just allow my body, my mind, my spirit to rest. So sometimes that means I don't do anything, you know, um, mm-hmm. I sleep in. Uh, sometimes I'll go for a walk. Sometimes I'll go for a drive. Sometimes I will just catch a movie or watch Netflix um, and allow my mind to kind of get away from the craziness of things that I have to do. That's good. But also with that, I, uh, the second half, I guess after the rest, is the renewal. Um, learning how to spend time with God again, just in His Word. Mm, uh, worshiping, uh, reading books. And so that's what it, kind of what I've been really focusing on, guarding my Sabbath uh, jealously. For those of you guys who... Uh, I've I've spoken to over the past few months. This is kind of what I've been the bell that I've been ringing, mm-hmm. and it's actually because um, Pastor Ezra from Disciples Church. He's the one that actually has ushered me into really seeing the importance of um, the Sabbath and and what mm-hmm. it means to go the distance. And so I guess the question that you know for me that I always ask is um, how can I function as God's child more than God's worker? It's mm, good. What what activities can I do to put myself in a position where I'm reminded of my identity as a child before any other identity, uh, any other hat that I wear, mm. uh, that he's my dad and I'm his, I'm his son. Yeah, that's good. I mean, um, you know, I've had leaders say this over me of, you know, I'm sure you've heard it too, where sonship, you know, leads all other ships, you know, mm. sonship precedes leadership, mm. um, stewardship, you know, all the other ships mm. possible, relationships, mm. sonship precedes it all. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. So everyone who's listening, you know, you know, work on that identity piece, develop that rhythm, you know, like I said it in, you know, at retreats I've spoken at where I was like, the most spiritual thing you can do sometimes is just nap. You know what I mean? Like sometimes that's the most spiritual thing you can do is just nap and rest and recharge and, and, and be human. You know, I mean, that brings glory to God. He created you um, as a person, as a child. So to walk in that. Yeah. If I can encourage you guys, you know, um, I'm reminded of a testimony that I recently heard from a a brother at FUMC, uh, Peter. If you're uh, ever hearing this, I give you a shout out, bro. Um, <laughs> but I remember him sharing with me that um, there was one of the retreats that we had held during the worship response time. I just felt like the Lord was in, in encouraging us to rest in Him, um, that we didn't need to strive. And so, you know, I invited people to lay down if they felt like, "Hey, I'm really tired." Um, you could lay down in the Father's presence and. I think it took people aback because um, I think culturally laying down in a, in a worship service is a big no-no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before the Lord, uh, before the Father, there's freedom. And as he was laying down, he said uh, he was kind of skeptical. But as he laid down um, and, and passed out, um, the <laughs> Lord never gave him more clarity in his life. That's awesome. And... Um, was given a vision um, that radically changed his life over the past, you know, the following months. And so, cool. um, you know, I want to encourage you guys, yeah, to, to make sure that you, you take that time uh, to rest in him and to be his child, uh, to let him love you, uh, to slow down and know, 
you know what, the world, the world is not going to fall apart because, uh, you know, we take a break. Yeah. It's, to trust it's in it's the Lord's good. hands. Yeah. It's good. And, and yeah, just resting is trusting that when I do nothing, God can still do everything. Amen. You know? So, Amen. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like this has always been a, um, uh, encouraging time when we're here together. So thank mm-hmm. you so much, Pastor Sam, um, for taking time to hang out with us, share on your heart, celebrating with you and all that God has done and for what he will do. So thank you, brother. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, thank, thank you. for you. the honor and privilege. Always. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll get back to you soon. Take care. God bless. God bless. Thank you for listening to Pursuit Cast. For more information on the ministry of Pursuit NYC, please visit us on the web at www.pursuitnyc.org. Revival or bust.